You walk across that stage. Your family's cheering. Your friends are clapping. You grab your diploma. And then what? College. It's a big step and the final step into your adulthood. Into discovering what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And today, we're going to talk about how that's going for us. The troubles that we've went through. The hardships, the pain, the tears that have been shed, and the good things too. But before we get into that, hi, I'm Kobe, and this is the Maturish Podcast. But this week, just like any previous week and any week soon to come, y'all, I'm not here alone. Mm-mm. Hi. My name is Donovan, and I'm here, too, to talk about college and the experience. So, just like a lot of things that we've talked about, we've both taken very different avenues when it comes down to college. Yeah. Um, first things first, you graduated a year before me. You graduated from high school a year before me. I did. So, you kind of had a bit of a head start there. Yep. But, mm. Yeah. So here we are now. We're going to school together. Yep. For different things. But first, let's talk about that. You graduate high school. Right. While I still had a year of high school to go through, what was Donovan's game plan? Um <clears throat> You you okay, Kobe? Okay. After exiting high school. Um I don't know. I just, I kind of knew what I wanted to do, I guess. I think that was when I was doing the doctor thing. Cause doctor as in? I wanted to be, what's the thing called? Fuck. Psychiatrist. Mental health was really Kobe. <laughs> Mental health was something I was really big on. I wanted to help the folks. Because mm -hmm. who doesn't? But then, so the school I went to first, I went to Loyola. Mm -hmm. They said, oh, COVID's happening, but guess what? You're going to be on campus. We got you. Mm. A couple time periods go by. All of a sudden, we're online again. Fuck. And, it, and that's something you struggled with. Yeah. What? Okay. Um, I was like... Oh, online school, I, I'm just going to cheat some more. Mm -hmm. It's going to be easy. Right. Which is really how we got through the rest of high school that we had to do online. Of course. Uh-huh. But then it was like, after a while, I didn't even want to put in like the effort to cheat. It was just like, I just don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And it was like that for a while. So then that ended... Did you last? How long did you last? Was it the full semester? Mm-mm. Nah. Nah, mm -mm. I, I gave about two, three weeks, maybe. And I was like, ah, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this. Mm -hmm. So I just said, fuck it. Mm -hmm. I just didn't. What was your parents' reaction to that? Um, did you go to them first and was like, hey, mom, hey, dad, I don't think this is what I... What did you do? No, I just stopped. Uh-huh. 
Did you drop? Did you just like stop doing work? Did you drop out? Like, um, no, I just stopped. Mm-hmm. Now, like, be on the game, class on the background, mm-hmm. leave when class ended. Mm-hmm. But you were not doing any work. Yeah, no, right, no. So eventually, how does it come to the fact like, oh, I'm no longer attending the school? Like, what did, what came of that? Yeah, after a while. Um, yeah, I just dropped the classes. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like, ugh, don't want that on my record. Right. Ugh. Right. So then I went to ICC. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then same thing. I just like, I just don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. You just classes. weren't ready at that time. Sure, I just sure, yeah. And then what was that? I guess. And then ICC part two. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Because I started this, and that gave me like kind of like motivation. Because I was like, if I can work hard doing this, I can work hard doing school things too. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Now I'm doing way more better. Right. I'm doing my work. Sort of. Mm-hmm. Keeping my grades up. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Uh-huh. They're there. Right. Slightly above average. Yeah. But yeah, it's going. Yeah. And I really think that's, I mean, that's all that matters. So you're going to be a psychiatrist right. with Loyola. Mm-hmm. You leave Loyola and you start at ICC. Mm-hmm. What was the game plan with that? For ICC, I was going to do two years and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. As an undecided major or? Mm-hmm. At that point, I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. But then I was like, uh, still wasn't doing my stuff. Mm-hmm. So I said, forget it. But then again, I started this. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, this is something I've always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You know, the other things were more like, because those are like jobs. Right. Because this is not really like something that's given. Mm -hmm. You really have to do it. Right. So then I was like, (laughs) Kobe. So I was like, yeah. I didn't really want to focus on this because it's not like most people do. They do like an actual nine to five, mm-hmm. pick your job before you do it. Right. Now I'm doing this. It's something that I want to do is really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like I'm doing something I actually want to do. Yeah. So I'm going to focus on this. Right. I'm going to do what I need to do to be successful in this. Right. But I mean, it's like, not only are you doing this, the podcasting thing and everything that we have going along with what we want to do. But you're also in school. Yep. Not only are you also in school, but you work. Yep. How are you juggling these three things? Like, how do you have time to go to class, go to work, do this, and then still have time to play a game or still have, like, there's only 24 hours in a day That's and you're true. juggling this every day. Yeah. It's like, would you like my whole... Routine go, every day? Go ahead. Okay. Here we go. 
wake up, school, work, and after work. So I don't go like straight from work to you. Mm-hmm. I stay home for I get that two hour race period. Right. Do games, maybe some work sometimes that I feel like. And then I come here and I do this, mm-hmm. which is so awesome and fun. Yeah, it is. And then I go home again, do a couple more assignments, and then games and sleep. Right. Every day. Mm-hmm. Clockwork. Well, and sometimes that's what's needed. I don't have right. as organized as a schedule, which I feel like really benefits me in a way. And it's kind of a, um, a downfall in another way. But my biggest thing was when it came to college, I changed my major so many times. I did too. Um, and I don't think it was necessarily... As you can tell. You, hello. Yeah. You've gone through three. Yeah. In what? Two semesters, three semesters of school? Yep. You do a semester with a different major. Yep. Um, but with me throughout high school, I had multiple different things that I wanted to do. So uh, earlier on, this is more so early middle school, I wanted to be a nurse. But not necessarily just a nurse like an ER nurse, that 12-hour shift, that being in the emergency room and having to do everything. You'd have to do stitches. You, I, I, I needed to do that. Right. That's where my heart was. And it's kind of where it still is. Yeah. Um, but then things happened in my life where that, didn't, that wasn't too logical. You have to do something else. Um, so from there, I was like, what can I do? What do I like to do? I love to talk. Yeah. I like being in front of a camera. So then I'm, I'm going through things and I'm researching and I was like, oh, broadcast journalism. Mm-hmm. That'd be really nice. Right. Rather that's a news station, a local news station. My dream job at the time, it was to get still a little piece of it, is like a sports broadcaster, like a show on ESPN, something like that. And if not that, then I need like an Ellen, like a Steve Harvey. Like, I want, can we do that? I'd love to do that. Can we? <laughs> I was a uh, mid sentence. Let's let's talk later. Okay, sure. But I uh, really wanted something that is like big, monumental, and with that, I kind of let people talk me out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and being that you know, I don't know if you could do that kind of thing. Right. And when people are saying this to you, and you hear it a few times. You believe them. Of course. Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe that's not what I can do. So from there, well, what's something else that I really like to do? And I kind of halfway circled back to the nursing thing and helping people. I really, truly wanted to do something that I could help people. And it was counseling. I wasn't sure what kind of counseling I wanted to do, but I knew that's what I would like to do. Um... And I think it really started with being in high school. And even though I wasn't the friend that was always in a relationship or I wasn't the friend that was always going through something, I somehow was the person people were coming to to get advice, whether that was on the relationship that they were in, whether that was because they were struggling in this class and they were coming to me for that. So I'm thinking, gosh, if kids my age, you know, we're 16 years old in high school If people are comfortable coming to me and they feel like I'm giving them good advice, imagine 20 years from now, and I'm getting paid to do that. Right. But it was deeper than, okay, well, if you want to be a counselor, what kind of counselor do you want to be? 
And my thing with counseling was uh, substance abuse. Um, only because I've seen substance abuse, more so with alcohol than drugs, kind of ruin things in people's lives. Um, more Rather, that's marriages in my family or just people that I know's parents going through things. That it's, it's, it's a real life thing. Mm-hmm. Like sure drug is. abuse is really something that most of the time was only seen on TV. Or you hear it with like celebrities. Oh, this person has an opioid addiction. Or, you know, this celebrity is hooked on coke. Like these things. Mm-hmm. But it's real life. Like it's your dad. It's your uncle. It's your like, these are real connections. Of course. So being around these things and seeing marriages fall apart and seeing friends parents go through these things it's like wow that's what i really want to do i want to be the person to help these people because imagine how fulfilling that is when you have for a lack of a better term a crackhead or whoever come into your office needing help and by the time they're done with you they're fixed up on their way that feels good on you like of course it's not your doing because it's them you know, if they didn't want to get help, they wouldn't be in your You're office. Just guiding them. Right. The but at the end of the day, you were a part of that system that helped them get to where they are now and where they're going to go. So that was a really big thing. And so substance abuse counselor, that's what I was going with. And somehow, and I'm not sure necessarily when, it was like it fell through. That's just not what I went with. Right. I don't know why. But it just changed to social work. And I think that's kind of because I've always also liked kids. Um, Not necessarily to the point where I wanted to be a teacher. Um, At the end of middle school, I kind of did want to teach. There was a joke between me and a a friend at the time that we're going to teach at the same middle school. This person's going to teach English. I'm going to teach social studies, you know, that thing. Mm -hmm. And then I guess as I got older, it was more so I don't necessarily like kids that much. I couldn't tolerate being around kindergartners every day because when you're doing that, kids are peeing on themselves and they have separation anxiety from their parents. So I don't want to have to deal with that when you're trying to teach. Okay, well, if you don't want to teach little kids, go to high school. You go to high school and these kids think they're grown. So they're talking to you any type of way. Mm -hmm. They're not doing their assignments and then they're coming to you like it's your problem that they're not doing their assignments. So there's really no happy part, at least for me, I couldn't see myself doing any of that. Because, I mean, even if you go into the middle, yeah, they're in that transition, but not that they're still peeing on themselves, but it's still a child that has an attitude problem. Like, it's just, it follows you all throughout school. So I feel like with social work, that was my way of if a kid needs help with anything that social work could go through, then that's your responsibility. Um, and whether that's house visits, you know, social work, anything. My first real introduction to social work was through Precious. Have you seen Precious? Nope. Amazing movie. Um, one of my top 10 favorite movies. Um, Monique, I feel like, is a great comedian, a great actress. And with her being a comedian, obviously, she's known more so for her funny roles. Her playing Mary and Precious, um, Precious's dad was raping her. And Mm. Precious had two children through rape from her father. And that was caused tension between her and her mom. Because 
Precious's mom. Look, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Precious, go watch Precious. But I'm about to talk about Precious. Stop this now. Come back. But watch Precious. <laughs> um, Precious's mom, even though he was raping her, was looking at it as, you stole my man. Mm. He didn't want any kids for me. You know, yeah, they had Precious. But he doesn't want kids for me. He's having them with you. She's mentally sick. Right. So, uh, Precious got kicked out of school for being pregnant. It was a whole lot of things. Oh. And then in this movie, Mariah Carey is the social worker. Right. And it was just seeing how Mariah, uh, at closer to the end of the movie, Mary, um, Monique's character, is breaking down in Mariah Carey's office. I can't think of what Mariah Carey's character's name was. But she came to the realization of, oh my goodness, I didn't realize I was being a monster like that. Because um, it was serious. Like, that's stuff that'll get your kids taken from you. Right. So, in a sense of, wow, I could help people that are addicted to whatever, social work, you could really do the same thing. Maybe it's not drugs, but helping people in a family dynamic come to the realization of things need to change. Even helping being responsible for getting a child out of a home that is dangerous. It's a dangerous atmosphere and putting them, helping them get somewhere that would benefit them in the long run. That's something I'd really like to do. But my only problem with that is, is that what I want to do forever? Right. Do you, Kobe? I don't know. Mm. I do not know. Um, only for the simple fact of... I'm not a school person. The concept of school bothers me. Yes. Only because with our school system, for whatever reason, you're taking hella unnecessary classes. Of course. Starting out this year, I was getting help from a former counselor. And with them also having gone through the social work field... They instruct me. They're like, oh, these are the classes you should take here. Me knowing you through high school, this is what you'd like to do. So afterwards, I'm looking at this list of classes and there was a film class that was on that schedule and an art class. I'm going to school for social work. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to school to be a director. I'm not going to school to be an artist. So why am I taking an art class? Why am I taking a film class? I need to be taking psychology. I need to be taking sociology. I maybe need to take some sort of human resources class. I, like, those are the things that we need to do. But for whatever reason, we're not. Right. My biggest class right now is English. It's about writing papers. It's about learning how to dissect... Learning how to dissect readings. I'm not going to be doing that. Right. When it comes, you know. So... That kind of it draws some resentment from me towards what I want to do only because it's like the path to getting there is unnecessarily long. It is. I only want to go and get an associate's degree right now. Obviously, to become a full-on social worker, I believe you need a master's degree. But there's things that you can do within social work with an associate's degree. That's like being an assistant at the office or whatever. There's other things that you can do at a hospital, and I feel like being at a hospital would be nice because, once again, circling back to the beginning, I wanted to be in the hospital. So, yeah, that's fun, and that's nice, and that's cute, but I just don't know if I'm going to be fully satisfied because 
I don't have the personality of somebody who just sits at a desk. I don't have that. That's not me. Right. I am a talker. I am a, I don't want to say entertainer, but it's like, if there's a function, I'm the person that makes it a point to make everybody laugh. I'm the person that makes sure we're not just sitting around twiddling our thumbs. I want to do that. But once again, you know, you express this to people and no, that's not a logical choice. Right. No, that's not you. No, how can you make money off of that? Mm-hmm. No. And that makes sense. Because while we're doing this, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be the next big thing. No. We might just be sitting here talking to a microphone for the next 20 years to only 20 people. But at the end of the day, to me, I only need one person. Like if I'm sitting here talking about my experiences, because with a lot of things that I've gone through, I haven't had somebody to go to. If I can reach out and I can help one person and they're like, gosh, I didn't have anybody to talk to. I didn't have anybody who'd understand. If doing things like that, I get that one person, that's what's fulfilling to me. So that's kind of what it is. College is college. College is cute. It's nice. That degree will look nice displayed in my house. Of course. But... In our apartment. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. But, like, is it worth it? Right. Because, I mean, like, there's people I've made it without degrees. Right. And while those people are, I don't know if they're, quote, unquote, hard workers are extremely lucky. Mm-hmm. It happened. Right. Doesn't happen to most, but hey. Yeah. I'm sure that's happened. Yeah. And I feel like that's the thing with me. Because I also want to be able to say, like, I did it. I graduated college. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, Because in my family, you know, our families are very much different. But um, both of my parents graduated high school. Um Majority of my grandparents graduated high school. In my family, everybody's gotten a GED or some high school diploma equivalent. All right. But when it comes down to college and graduating college, the only person that's done that is my uncle. Neither one of my parents graduated college. Um, They both started at some point in time. Neither one of them finished. Um, My grandparents, nothing. So it'd be nice for me to say, like, yeah, counting my uncle, he's doing his own thing. But I'm the first in my family to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kylie will be right behind me and fingers crossed all goes well. Parker will do it when it's his time. But I'd be the first. You know, when you go into my grandparents' house, there's pictures displayed all over the wall. And in the middle of one wall, it's my uncle in his college graduation ceremony shaking hands as he's receiving his diploma and it's him and his diploma. I deserve to be on that wall with mine. Right. But do I want to? Do I need to? Would they put me on the wall? No. Uh, I think you have your own grandparents. That's true. Yeah. Wouldn't quite necessarily make sense. Right. And I refuse to have you on the wall and not me in my grandmother's house. Well, then when you get yours, then can I? No. Okay. That's fine. Hopefully by then you'll have your own... We'll have our own living arrangements and then display whatever the heck you want. But I don't think my grandparents' wall is a good dream destination of your 
graduation photo. That's fine. Doesn't seem very likely. So now, my question is, how's everything going for you this time around? School started, you know, you take how many classes? Four. I also take four. All right. How's that going for you? Because once again, like how we tend to do, we're doing everything so similarly, but very much differently from each other. Right. My classes are all online. Mm -hmm. Yours aren't. They are not. Um, so how's that experience going for you? Um, I feel like it's really what was missing because when I was doing online before, it was just because I was at home. Mm -hmm. I was just at home all day besides work. That's all I did. So it was just like easy to just relax. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm getting out there, I'm around just doing stuff. It's more keeping me focused, I guess. Mm -hmm. So because like when I'm out, I can really focus like, okay, when I get home, I'm going to do this assignment, do this maybe take a break for some time they'll do another assignment i'm just free for the rest of the afternoon right that's really it gives me time to just think and get my schedule because that's really really neat like that mm -hmm. somebody something telling me like do this now mm -hmm. by this time because you have something else to do exactly and that makes sense see for me the route i've gone down isn't necessarily the route that i wanted to go down it was more so the only choice I had. Um, online school is not fun. Um, but for me, it's what I was used to. Because let's think about it. The second half of my junior year of high school was done online. My entire senior year of high school was done online. So really, I needed to do this because, one, the familiarity is there. I haven't sat in a classroom around people since fall of 2019. Right. It would be, while it's the same, and yeah, I did it for 11 years, getting back into that after such a long break, I feel like it would be kind of difficult. Not saying I wouldn't know how to sit at a desk and write, but it's more so being in that dynamic and having to relearn how to be successful in that manner, I would kind of struggle with. But I feel like that's kind of what I need. The only thing that was stopping me from that was I couldn't. I don't drive. How would I get there? Right. Um, and then other people around me, not saying that there aren't people who wouldn't help me. I've gotten to a point where I've, need, I've gotten assistance with so many things. And all of my accomplishments as of late have been good job Kobe but Kobe didn't get there on his own and I don't want to keep on doing that that's not what I want to keep on doing by the rest of my life is yeah I went to college and I yeah I, I graduated but if only Kylie didn't give me a ride mm -hmm. you know and things like that um so this is really the only avenue that I had was you stay at home and it's an option and it's what I was used to that's where the comfortability was so that's what I did. And it's been, it's been. Has it? It has. All right. Uh, college is hard. Ain't it? I feel like leading up to it in high school, they scare you mm -hmm. into thinking high school is like the hell equivalent to, or college. Yep. It's Ain't the it. hell equivalent to high school's heaven. And it's really not the case. 
at all. It's high school, but with less shackles. Of There's course. less... Mm-hmm. Uh, less what, Kobe? There's less constraints. There you go. Uh, it's more independent, which I feel like is very necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very helpful. But there are certain aspects to high school that I feel like would be beneficial to me now. And I feel like as everybody does, because freshman year of college is a big thing. I just feel like I'm missing out on so much being at home. I'm not making new friends. I'm not doing any of these things. I'm not a party person, but I'm not going to parties. I'm not doing these things. Right. Not saying that I would, but I don't even have the opportunity to do so. Uh, so it's like, I'm glad I'm doing it how I'm doing it because in the long term, it's the best way for me to do it. What ICC parties have you heard of? <laughs> Not necessarily ICC parties, but in an alternate universe somewhere, I'm at a four-year university. Right. I'm at a four-year university going for broadcast journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, my full, my full, my dream college was Full Sail University. Mm-hmm. They had an amazing, I believe they're in uh, Florida. They are. I don't believe I know they are. You got it. <laughs> they're in Orlando. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they're in Orlando. Right. Um, like in an alternate universe somewhere. I'm at full sale. Mm-hmm. Doing what I need to do. But the reality of things are I'm here at home every day. Right. All day doing what I'm doing. Are there less distractions? Yeah, in some cases. But my biggest enemy at the moment is probably myself. Because there's so many things I'd rather be doing than typing this paper right now. And I feel like that hurts me. Because then I'm like, oh crap, it's 10 o'clock. This paper's due tomorrow at midnight. I should probably start. Right. Like, for example, tomorrow morning I got an email. I knew this paper's been in discussion in class. Right. But my professor sends an email. Uh, students, make sure you come to class tomorrow with a draft of your essay. Your draft should be one to two pages. I know exactly what I'm going to write about, but I haven't started typing yet. Of course. I don't have a draft. So, like, now it's like, okay, Kobe, okay, Kobe, you have to wake up early and you have to do a draft before class tomorrow. If I was in a classroom where there was actual work time, where I was around people who are working, then I wouldn't have a choice. Right. Then I'd be working right then. Then I'd have people to help. It's kind of like I'm all alone, you know? Mm-hmm. All I have, and I'm not saying like there's not support systems, you know? You're going to college, your freshman year of college, you know? Right. Same thing with my sister who's doing high school and college at the same time. All of my friends, we're all in college, a majority of us, for the first time. So it's not that I don't have other people going through the same thing I'm going through, but I'm alone. I'm doing it alone. And that's kind of a downfall. If things were different, I wouldn't be. I'd be in a classroom. I'd, you know, I'd be around people who are doing the same thing that I'm doing, but I'm not. So it's more so just trying to juggle and how many hours in a day can I do this? 
and I had a system, but that system failed quickly. Right. Uh, so it's just more so trying to see how it'll work. Do I have time? Yes. We've only been in school for a month, a month and a half. No, not even that. It'll be a month here in a couple of days. So it's only been three or four weeks. Yeah, it's starting to get hard, but I still have time to figure out what works for me. I know I'm a night person, so I'm not waking up at seven o'clock in the morning doing school. If I was going to school in person, I probably wouldn't have that choice. I'd need to be there at eight o'clock in the morning. Right. Some things that, you know, whatever is happening is happening, but I know it's working for me at the moment and I just need to really capitalize on that and make sure it continues to work. It's just two years. Right. I can do a, another year, I think. Hopefully. Yeah. What is your... Your, 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 your. What is your... How long do you plan on being in school for? Um, I'm thinking four years, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, once I do my ICC thing, probably going to see what Bradley has for me. Mm-hmm. I've always been in Peoria, so why not just stay? Why leave? Right. Um, yeah, I just want, really want to see where this this podcast, our shows that we're planning, where this all takes me. Because, I mean, there are other people doing business things. Right. I can be a business person sometimes. Yeah. So why not see where the road goes, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Uh, it's not going to be hard being a social worker. Um, there's just going to be cases and things that really drain you. You know, they're going to take a strain. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm going to be good in that role. But the only thing is, I know that's not 100% where my heart is. So if I go through with this, in 10 years, is Kobe going to be 100% happy? Right. Is Kobe going to <clears throat> even come graduation, say, yeah, that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Am I wasting my time now doing this if that's not even what I really want to do? There's so many unanswered questions that I won't even necessarily know the answer until it's hit me in the face. Right. So I think that's just really, it's just playing the cards until the game's over. Right. That's all I can do. Uh, and this is what's best. Two years, you know, get that associate's degree. Not saying I won't go back to school. Because mm -hmm. once again, broadcast journalism is where it's at. And not only that, but getting some sort of broadcasting degree would be beneficial with this. Of course. So, and this is what I'm the happiest doing. What I feel like I should be getting out of school, the gratification, I get out of this. Um... Like, I feel like it almost should be switched, but it's not. Uh, so who's to say, you know, I graduate college, I do my social work thing, but in 10 years, I decide, you know what? Mm -mm. Right. No. And I go back to school. Go back to school, do 100% what I want, and that's that. Or who's to say that I graduate college, I go into social work, and I see how amazing of a job it truly is. I see how much I love doing it. That I know that I made the right choice doing it the first time. There's so many different questions.
that I won't know the answer to until it hits me in the face. Right. So I'm just waiting for it to hit me. It can mm-hmm. hit me tomorrow. Please. Mm-hmm. Please hit me. <laughs> please hit me sooner. Hit me as soon as possible so I know. Right. But I'll know what I need to know. Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters. The trust is in God's hands. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. I trust thine father to lead me in the direction I need to be led in. That's Through beautiful. Christ, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, Kobe. Thank you for that. Now, is there any advice you'd like to give, Kobe? Yes. The biggest thing is just don't give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not working for you, find something that does. Don't look at being a college dropout as failure. Right. Um, Because it's not. Nope. College just didn't work for you. There are going to be people in your... Like, if I dropped out of college tomorrow, my mom is going to be disgusted with me. Oh. As will other adults in my life that you failed. You started this. You needed to graduate. You're a failure. Is that the case in my eyes? No, it's not. Um, I just started something that I realized wasn't for me. Right. And that's what you need to do sometimes. You need to be able to start something to realize that that something isn't the thing for something to you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so, well, well, well. <laughs> Some I want to say, because like you said, college. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Hold on. Let's talk to me for a second. Kobe's not really in his right mind at the moment. Because, look, look, look. Here's the thing. College is not for everybody. It's not. You know, some people just can't do it. And I hate it. Like, in high school, it's always pushed. Go to college. What college are you going to? What do you want to study? There are other things you can do. I hate it. It's like, until recently, it's not even like, up there, but they sometimes, oh, sometimes people talk about get a trade. Yeah. That should be like more focused on. That, yeah. Especially with the school that we went through. Thank you. You're welcome. The school that we went to, their mission statement is each graduating class has 100% college acceptance. Right. Like that's their goal from the time you're a freshman. Mm-hmm. College isn't what everybody wants to do. This person might want to be a beauty influencer. That is their equivalent of their college degree. So do that. This person wants to be a plumber. Becoming a plumber, changing pipes, is their equivalent to a college degree. Right. I don't think, especially my biggest thing is, we let adults who decided what was best for them Mm -hmm. try to decide what's best for us. Of course. And when you get enough people in your ear... Telling you, hey, Kobe, that's wrong. Hey, Donovan, that's wrong. You Mm -hmm. believe that's wrong. But at the end of the day, your heart is where your heart is, but now your brain is somewhere else. And that disconnect isn't a good thing. What I wanted to say is, like, really just don't let other people influence what you say. Like, there are adults. Some are going to know what they're talking about. Right. Yes. And it's not everybody's the same. Right. So it's not not all advice you get is bad advice. Right. But don't let your parents' vision for you affect your vision for yourself. 
okay. and not just your parents, but maybe it's a counselor at school. Maybe it's your favorite teacher. Maybe it's your older sibling or your younger sibling, what they see of you. Mm-hmm. And if it's not you, if it's not your heart, if it's not your gut, your mind, what your soul wants, then don't lean right. on that. Because if somebody's saying, oh, I think this would be great for you. Right. But you're thinking, mm, I don't like that. Who are they to tell exactly. you what's good for exactly. you? Exactly. At the end of the day, everybody should be trusted to know what's best for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're a mail carrier, that's what you wanted to do. Right. I'm proud of you for doing that. If you're a teacher, then you're teaching. If you're a pop star, you're a pop star. Hopefully you're doing what was best for you. But it's not my place to sit here and tell you, Donovan, teaching you? Mm-mm. Right. Because that's what Donovan wanted to do. Of course. So that's what he should do. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is, don't let other people impact you in that way. But at the same time, you might need a good ear to tell you what you're doing isn't the best choice. Mm-hmm. Um, just make sure also you have an amazing support system. Because you need it. Uh, everybody does. Everybody does. It might feel as if, take me for an example. Am I going through school alone? Yes, I am. It's only me doing this work. But at the end of the day, I have friends, I have family that if I really truly needed a break, I needed somebody to talk to, I have that. And that's what is important at the end of the day, to have somebody there for you. Make sure you have that and make sure it's a positive support system. Don't have people that are tearing you down each chance they get. No negativity is needed, especially at this point in our lives. Where we're branded to the situations that we're in, where we're unsure of what our future looks like. We're at a time where no BS is needed. We, we don't have time for negativity. And that's what we can't have with us. So at the end of the day, what is best for you, only you know. Follow your heart. Please. Because uh, that's only going to lead you where you need to be. And you'll end up there if you follow your heart. Um, but also, also, okay, sorry. But also, what you start out thinking is right for you may end up being wrong. Mm hmm. You might like the idea of something more so than the actual doing. Like, until something. you get into it, right? you're not going to know. Right. So I'm saying follow your heart. Also use your brain. Mm-hmm. Use some logic. Um, and make sure what you're doing is not only right for you, but the people that surround you or whatever you're doing as a job is also going to affect them positively. You need to be doing what's right at the end of the day. Not just because you love it is what you need to do. Just because you had a dream that you were doing this job, that's what you need to do. Um, Sure, that would be nice. It might put a smile on your face. But do what's right. And only you know what's right. Follow your nose. Would you like to finish that one, Kobe? No, I don't think we're endorsed by Fruit Loops. (laughs) Not yet, at least. No. We should make our own K&D cereal. Should we? Yes. What flavor would it be? 
That's interesting. I feel like there would need to be two. Just one that is absolutely putrid. (laughs) Like, just horrible. All right. It's like dog food in a box. Yes. Instead of milk, you put gravy in it. Like... That'd be nice. Yes. Um, But on the other hand, something truly amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Something that can really stick it to your Fruity Pebbles, to your Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Quick question for you. What's up? What is your favorite kind of cereal? My favorite cereal? I'm not sure. Um, might have to say two favorites. Cheerios Pops. Really? Yes. Well, okay. Fruity Pebbles. Well, Fruity Pebbles are as goaded as it gets. I love Fruity Pebbles so much. Um, it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch for me. Mm-hmm. Those are definitely up there. Oh. Just the eating of the cereal. And then the drinking of the milk. You can't go wrong with the bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. At all. I'm glad I know that about you. And I'm glad you know that about me. Of course. The key to my heart is $10. And a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm-hmm. You can impregnate me if you give me these things. I'll keep that in mind. Yep, please do. I will. Guys, closing message here. Do what you need to do in order to do it. All right, Pastor O'Reilly. Thank you. Think about that and do it. You know what's best for you. Nobody else does. People may think they have an idea of what's best for you. But at the end of the day, only you know what you can do for you. Actually, let's not. I want to, let's do something first, please. Okay. Fill out the rest of this time that we have. All right. Here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm about to say, you have a little bit of time. Hold on. So as we grow up, you've always... You've been at, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. How many changes have you had from the beginning of your life? Oh my God. Until now. Just give all, maybe a couple. What were your thoughts? Gosh, I feel like I've already said a majority of them. All right. Uh, once again, broadcast journalism, multiple types of counseling, nursing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. As a child, I really wanted to be a teacher. I think that's only because I had really amazing teachers. Right. That growing up, wow, this teacher is affecting me this way in my life. I want to affect other children that way. Oh, <laughs> Kofi. That is a great message. Thank you for that. Man, you sure do have a way with words. <laughs> you sure you sure do affect those children. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but that just goes to show that your dream may not end up being your reality. Case in point me. So what about you, kiddo? What about me? That's nope. That's fine. <laughs> I've had a lot. Um. Okay, come here. Um. 
from what I remember, I had like police officer at one time. I don't know why, to be honest. It was there. It was like, I really, I had a lot. At one time, it was like, I wanted to be a pastor. I was like... Can I say for the record... Sir? That I am an ordained minister... Really? In all 50 states. Mm. Not just the state of Illinois. Mm -hmm. Not just Virginia. All 50 states. When I turned 18, that's the thing I wanted to do. Some people go out and they say, Oh, I'm 18. I can now buy a pack of cigarettes. Oh, I'm 18. I can now buy a lottery ticket. I said, no, I want to become an ordained minister. Mm -hmm. Book me to do your guys' weddings. That'd be nice. Can I go? I mean, I guess. If, I guess you got to ask the bride <laughs> and the groom. Should I, should I become a minister as well? You know what? If that's what you want to do, do that. I Don't let other to. people influence your life's decisions. I might have to. Just so we can do it together. If you get one of us, you get both of us. Yes. There will be two officiants at your wedding. Yes, you're welcome. Double the fun. Mm -hmm. What was I going to say? Yes, pastor mm -hmm. for some reason. It was like when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Did you have a very religious family growing up? In the beginning, we you know we went to church mm -hmm. most days. But now as time moves on, mm -hmm. we've really faded away from that. Yeah. I think that's what my family, well, not I think, I know that's what I'm big on, is I'm still religious, right? but I don't need to be in a church to do that. Mm -hmm. I know what's best for me, and I think that's a very good, not saying church doesn't work. If church is what's working for you, then by God, be there every Sunday morning. Of course. But I know for me, it was best, you know, just talk to him. Hello. But yeah, I had that. Because it was like through middle school, middle school was a time for me. It was at one point, it was like that time I wanted to be a pastor and I didn't want God to hate me. I listened to like gospel, Christian music, all that, just like strictly what I listened to. I don't know. It happened though. Mm -hmm. And I was gotten to a point, I haven't been to church in years. Mm -hmm. Haven't picked up a Bible and I don't know how long. That's just not the environment for me. Right. And it's now like, okay, chill. But it's like nowadays, some people, it's like religious people like evil. You, <laughs> you know, it's just like, that's just how some people feel. It's like there are some people. Mm -hmm. And some people like trying to like change the light. Like some religious people are accepting. Yeah. I think my thing was being raised Christian. The older I've gotten, the more I've realized the lifestyle that I want to live wouldn't be accepted, right. wouldn't be welcomed, isn't what <clears throat> is the perfect Christian. Me and him know what's up. Right. So at the end of the day, I think that's all that matters is if you're a religious person, whatever you believe in, whether that's Jesus or the universe or whatever, as long as you have an understanding of 
this is what I need to do in order to please them. This is what I need to do in order to please myself. Because pleasing yourself is what it's all about. Of course. Love pleasing myself. I please myself all the time. So, Multiple times a day. Right. So do what you need to do in order to do that. This really is the moral of the story. Yes. Of this episode. Yes. Do you. Yes. Don't let anybody else try and do you. Right. If you don't want them to do you. Right. At the end of the day, doing you is what your biggest priority should be. Of course. And getting yourself done. Yes. I had a fun time. I did too. I always have an amazing time with you. It's so just so awesome. I just love you. I really wish we would have became friends sooner. We could do this sooner. <laughs> yeah. That'd be exactly. Nice. If I could go back in time, we would be best friends in primary school. Of course. Where it all began is where it should have began. Yeah. But it didn't. I think it's your fault. I'll blame it on you. Okay. That's fair, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But this is the end. It is. Of this episode. We will be back. We will. But okay. guys. If you want to reach out to us, if you have comments about today's episode, if you have comments about a previous episode or something you just like to throw in for the heck of it, you can find us on a lot of social media platforms. Right. List them. Oh, there is Facebook. There is. We got Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, MySpace. There's what else is there? <clears throat> There's a lot of social medias. There are. And you can find us there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a link tree. So if you just go to the Instagram, for example, underscore KD Productions underscore, you hit that link tree, it'll take you to Facebook. All right. It'll take you to the Instagram. It'll take you to the Twitter. To it'll the take MySpace. you to the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And I believe the link tree also has two Facebook pages of, of elderly women. Check those out. Um, so go say hey to Odetta. She's very sweet and caring, and please do it before the time is up. Mm-hmm. Um, that time is soon. Yes. And stop by Tina, too. Uh, she has a lot of things going for herself. Um, so do that. Every Monday, we make sure to let you guys in on a piece of us. That's what we've been doing, and we'll be back next Monday to do the same dang thing. Heck yeah. My name is Kobe. I'm Donovan. And this was and is the Ma Church Podcast. See you next time.